In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the line, the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there is no room for, available for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the, God, uh, of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born for you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. That's wonderful. Thanks for reading so well. Now, on this Christmas morning, it is my privilege to remind us all what this day is really all about. And uh, I want to do that with the, the help of uh, Mrs. Reese and her wonderful elves who've made a, made a cracker of an illustration. Can you work out what it is? It's a cracker of an illustration. Uh, now, I'm, in a moment, I'm going to need some children to help me pull this cracker. Uh, so, but, but to qualify, you're going to have to help practice for the sound effects. I checked with health and safety, and they would not allow me to put the correct amount of explosives in here. If to pull a cracker this big would cause such an explosion that there would be a problem in, in Edinburgh. So we're going to have to practice making the sound effect. So uh, I'm going to work out who's going to pull this cracker by how well you do this sound effect. Okay, now we've got to practice. You, you turn to the person next to you and pretend to have a cracker like that. Ready? Everyone can join in if you want. And, and, and what you have to do is you have to, uh, on three, you've got to loudly say, bang! And then you've got to follow up with this amazing sound, ooh! Ready? So we're going to practice this together. Ready? One, two, three, bang! Ooh! I can see there's some very excellent Christmas cracker pullers. But let's just try it from the other side. See if you're good on the other side. Here, try the other way around. Ready? One, two, three. Bang! Ooh! Wow. 
Well, you were all so good, it's just too hard to pick. Uh, maybe some little people. Would you like to pull a big cracker? You two come up here. I'll have two, two more uh, little elves over here. Come on. Two, two. Actually, we need two girls. Two girls. You two, you two behind there. Oh, sorry. In the pink. In the pink. No, the pink girls. The pink girls. Oh, well. The pink girls. Come on. Come on up here. All right. You're going to come up here. Your boy's going to hold it this end. You've got to come up this end. All right. You girls come up this end. You hold the end of the cracker. All right. All right. Ready? You got to hold. Oh. Oh. No, no. Let's practice again. Hang on. Come back. Come back. Because we're all going to do it together. Because you enjoy it so much. All right. On, th- on three, when we get ready for the bang. Ready? One, two, three. Well. Oh, very good. Okay, now look. Let's see what we've got in here. Let's see what we've got in here. Yeah, yes, well, we've got, we got a few things, haven't we? Now what, now, what do you have in a cracker? Well, there's, there's, I tell you what, you can just sit down now. No, actually, actually, you stay here, you stay here, you stay here. The rest of you head back, and I'll take one girl. You stay here as well. Right, the rest of you just pop back now. You going to stay here? Well, you can stay if you want. You stay here if you want. Uh, there are three things you find in a cracker, aren't there? There are three things. There are three things. The first thing you find in a cracker is a joke. You find a joke. All right. So can you read? All right, here we go. So here's a joke. Here we what, does that, what does that say? No. What do you call a deer with no. with no eyes? What do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. Oh. I tell you what, you, you head back to your seats. You can take that with you, young man. You're going to cause too much interest. You take that back with you. You can take that back to your seat. You want to take it? Off you go. There we are. That's it. Yeah. So uh, you get a joke in a cracker, don't you? I mean, so there's some great jokes, aren't they? What, what, which bird is always out of breath? A puffin. Yes. What did the shy pebble say? I wish I was a little bolder. Oh. Anyway, some people think that. The Christmas nativity story is a bit of a joke, a bit like uh, pantomime, like Cinderella or Puss in Boots. But you know what? Luke was a doctor, and uh, Luke knew where babies tended to come from. He was a doctor, and he was a historian. And he went and talked to the people who were there. He went and talked to the eyewitnesses. And what was read to us this morning was Dr. Luke's account. He wanted us to know that, that the nativity story was no joke. It happened to real people in a real place. And he wanted us to know the real time of it. It was the time when Augustus was Caesar. It was when Quirinius, which is a tough name to say, and Bethany did very well on that, Quirinius was the governor of Syria. Now, he wants us to know that the events of Christmas were no joke. It's the real thing. Now, what else did you get? In a, in a cracker. 
you get a crown, don't you? Who wears a crown? Who wears a crown? Me? Well, that's very interesting. That's my next point. But who wears a crown? A king. A king. A king wears a crown. We'll just leave it there for right now. You can, you can wear it later if you want. And that was the message that the angels wanted the shepherds to know about and wanted the whole world to know about. They said this, Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And the word Christ means the King. He's the King. You will find God's promised King. Uh, and this will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And they wanted us to know that he was a king. Now sometimes Christmas Day can sometimes deteriorate into a time of fighting between children. Now why is that? Why is that? Why do children start fighting over toys? Do you ever fight over toys, children? Do you ever fight over toys? No. No, never. No. Well, but sometimes some, some naughty children do. Now why is that? It's because they want to say, they want to say, I'm the most important person in the world. I want that toy and I want it now. I want to play the video games that I want to watch all the time. I want to watch the TV programs I want to watch. I'm the king. I'm the king. I'm the most important person. Have you ever met children like that? And do you know what? Do you know when children grow up, they become adults and they find more subtle ways of doing exactly the same thing. Basically saying, I'm the most important person. I'm the king. I'm the king. I'm the most important person. But you know what Christmas reminds us of? Is that actually, we're not the king. We're not the king at all. We're not the most important people at all. God sent his one and only son on that Christmas day to be the true king. The king who has the right to tell us how to live. The king who is the only one who's worthy to be the number one, who's worthy to be in charge, who's worthy to be loved and served and obeyed. God sent a king and he showed that he was the king by uh, when Jesus came, he fed thousands of people in the desert. He stilled the storm. He made the sick better. He raised people from the dead and he himself rose from the dead so that we could know for certain that Jesus is the king. Now what else do we get in a cracker? What do we get? A toy, a present, a gift. Now they're a bit of a joke, they're gifts normally. Now you may think this is a, a sword. Actually, but it's not. It's not. It's, uh, we were going to have a baby in there, but we thought that was a bit sick just to drop a baby. Because just like the angel said... Christmas is celebrating that we've received the greatest gift of all. God sent his one and only son as a baby at Christmas. Today, in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. And Jesus, this little baby, grew up, lived a perfect life that we couldn't live, and then went and died on the cross in the place of selfish sinners like us. The most famous verse in the Bible reminds us of this greatest gift. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his one and only son 
that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the amazing news of the angels. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. Someone who would die in the place of selfish sinners like me, and maybe like you. So remember, as you pull your Christmas cracker over lunch, these three things. Nativity is no joke. It's the brilliant news that God sent his son, the king, the king who was the greatest gift because he came to be our savior, to save us from our sins. That is the wonderful news of Christmas. Isn't that the greatest news? It's the greatest news. So let's stand and praise him as we finish this morning with Mission Praise 211, my favorite carol of them all, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing. Let's stand and sing this together.